Hello and welcome to Faking Lit, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about the book that we have read. My name is Xin Si and last week I gave you the choice of an angry song or a funky song. And now we've got two choices, a funky song or a funky song. Which one are you going to go for? Can I decide? No. Can I decide? You said that you do this. Always in the mood for some funk. Yeah. Funky guy after my own heart there. Okay, let's go for some serious funk then. More disturbing than the idea of a 13-month-old baby being involved somehow. <laughs> well, I don't know where that came from, but yes, it's true. It's more disturbing than the 13-month-old baby being involved somehow. Um, uh, who Who is with me in the room today, I wonder? We heard a little bit before. Let's get to know them a bit better. Hello, it's me, Alessandro Pomodoro. I am here for, from, from Torino, Italy. Oh, Alessandro Pomodoro Pomodoro Am I saying that right? Pomodoro Pomodoro B B O O M M Doro Doro Okay, Alessandro What brings you to the shores of this uh, fair isle? I live across this road from you Okay Never seen you before I look out in your window I see you always in here with a lot of people I don't like it, but I, but don't tell, but don't tell anybody. Okay, all right. I don't like you looking in my windows. I have a girlfriend. That's good to know. That's I'm not single. I, I am, as you've probably seen from looking into my window, I have a girlfriend too. Oh my God. Yeah, she, that's she's right. She's very tall. That's who that was. She's that's, very tall. That's who that was, yeah. How does she fit in a door? Oh, it's like, have you seen, we use the same, we use the same tricks uh, that they used on Peter Jackson's The Lord of the Rings. It's all forced perspective. Not the whole bit? Not the whole bit, no. Not the whole bit? I, I, I basically, I go on my knees and wear my shoes on my knees. And, uh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's just, that's just no, we have fun with each other. Nothing what, okay, fine. <laughs> Who else is in the room with me today? Hi. Oh my goodness, as I live and breathe, is it's my old friend, Ben Lund Conlon. It's me, I'm back. Hello. 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 Hello, it's nice Hello. to meet you. Yes. <laughs> He's strangely intense. Alessandra, back back, back down a bit, back down a bit. Right. We, we, we love your continental friendliness, but... Come over here, that. Can we give a kiss for you, huh? Mwah, 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 bello, bello, ah. Don't tell my girlfriend. Strangely erotic. Yeah, I'd, I'd aim a little bit... Higher next time you're gonna kiss someone. Not on the belly, not the belly. No, not the belly, not the belly. That's not how we do it. Okay, fine. Okay, all right. Ben, Ben, how have you been? Uh, Oh, very well. Um, Yes, I've not been here for a while. It's nice to be back. It's been a few months, I believe. I think Halloween might have been the last one. Possibly. I've been locked in a library since then, you see. Oh, wow. What a cool story. That is great. This is the commitment to your love of books. I bet you ask them to lock you into the library. Uh, no, I just, I snuck in. Oh. Um, I did some reading. I did spend most of the time on the ladders with the wheels, you know, the, the ladders on rails. Oh, to get the, to the, the book car. With the maximum book coverage. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, I sort of 
uh, recreating the song Eglantine from the film Bedknobs and Broomsticks. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. Eglantine. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, how you shine. Yeah. Can we have a rendition? I'm not sure if I'm like a... Eglantine, Eglantine, oh, how you shine. Your lot and my lot have got to combine. Is that the whole song? Uh, no, most of it. Okay, all right, that's fine. There's a bit more about it, but that's the best beat. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, that's great to have you. Angela here. Lansbury. I think that's... Um, Oops. Ooh, whoa, 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 whoa. A little uh, bit of Alessandro, there. I know you're continental, but <laughs> dropping coffee all over your genitals is, I'm not sure... The best way for it. really hot that it's <laughs> burning me. Okay, alright, alright. We, we 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 can mop you up there. Um the cloth. Um, it didn't go on the floor, it's just on my trousers. That's fine. Can we clean that up? Can we? I don't think we need to. It's, okay, just, it's yeah. just a bit wet. That's, that's fine. Look, you continental, you love like coffee spelling crotches over there. I'm not I am not used to a small cup. It's, so when yeah. I pour a coffee, we normally have a bigger cup than this. Okay. You give right. me a shot glass to drink the coffee out of. I didn't realise like your big hands would not be able to navigate the tiny cups that I always I have a very big hand, sir. Okay, okay. All right. Thank, thank you very much for joining me today for this show. Hopefully, there will be no more spillages. Um, yeah, I think um, who's there's a, another mysterious person in the room who just caught my eye. I say caught my eye because he's massive and purple. He's twelve foot tall. He is twelve foot tall indeed. Um, and he's tall as your girlfriend. wait. Hold on a second. I've just he's typing out something on his phone, Three and dots. he's just sent me something. Uh, on the phone uh, I've been asked to read this um, introduction what a pleasure it is for us to receive this next guest your souls gasp at the possibility of his mighty presence those of you who survive the night will emerge forever changed behold Danos <gasps> wow that's an introduction what do you mean by those of you who will survive the night. I, I wouldn't concern myself with such cruelties as they touch what I just said to you. Right, but like, I mean, this is the middle of the day where we're recording in. I mean, are you planning to sleep over tonight or something? I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, I've got no problem with people staying here. I've had a lot of like unexpected and uninvited guests who come into my house, and I've got a spare bedroom, as you all know. Um, as you know, Alessandro, by staring into my house, you were well aware of the spare bedroom in my um, in my house. But um, He's I doing genu- well. Yeah, doing all right, doing all right. But I genuinely, uh, generally, as a rule, only invite people. Uh, to stay the night if they will let me live the night and don't make it a game. Well, there's no Whoa, you've got a okay. Why? Okay, first of all, two things: collection. What is this collection? And two, why this is collection dependent upon people surviving the night? Well, if a great prophecy says if I have to watch seven Marvel films, then half the universe will be destroyed. So don't do it then. Oh, okay. <laughs> they are pretty good. They are very enjoyable movies. I don't know if it's what if it's universe destroying levels of goodness though. Uh and that's that way. Do you reckon it would have been better if Joe uh, if uh uh what's his name? Edgar Wright had I thought he you have a death list. Yes. I would never leave the universe. Do not do not do you not Tristan the Anta? Tristan. 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 
Tristan. Yes, Tristan. He lives in a in a hole near my house. Do you know him? Yes, I do. Will he be alive? No. Oh. Oh no. Um. Well, okay. I thought that doesn't seem very fair that you've made a list. What What's the criteria to make it onto the death list? Yeah. Um. Everybody who. Everybody who is. Oh, that's not good Shit. for me. Yeah, that's not good for me. Ah, I did a survival on you, <laughs> Alessandro Bomodoro. That does not sound fair to me, Danos. Can I just check, Danos? Sorry, is it a C in their first name or a C in their full name? Uh, it's a C in their first name. Oh, fine. Yeah, great. Um. Well, I'm not happy about this. I'll be honest with you. This is. I've not seen all the Marvel, all seven Marvel films. We got. We are nineteen, huh? Oh. Well, I only want to see seven. I recommend. I recommend Black Panther. It's very good. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, start there. But Black Panther has a C in the name, huh? So wait, you only have to see seven of the nineteen Marvel movies that have been made in order to fulfill your collection. Yeah, only seven. It's very hard. It seems like an arbitrary number to sort of like decide to like I, if I watch seven then everything dies and it's not even the full set. He's well, half dies. Well, well, it's it's just difficult because I, I don't have a toddy. Okay, no, that's and, fair enough. That's fair enough. And I am banned from all cinemas. Um, wait a second. You go to the cinema to watch all these movies? Well, I can't. I'm too tall. Do they make? Do, what if you buy like fifteen seat tickets? And you can get all the stickies behind you, so no, nobody has to be able to see. Well, I don't have any other money. I'm not that committed to this plan. Okay, right. Danos, I think we're taking too much time getting into your evil plan. I think it's fair. It's a, it's a chaotic neutral plan. It's a what plan? Chaotic neutral. I don't know if it's that chaotic neutral. There's, there's too many people in the world. Where's the chaos? Um, and half the people who die have not given a thought for how that will affect infrastructure. Okay. But that's... You've just assigned... I don't know, how common is the letter C in names? It's pretty common, isn't it? Do you know... I don't have statistics to hand. I, I do. What? But you said you didn't. <laughs> no. But I said I did. Yes. Okay, I don't either. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But I nearly did. I, f- I think there's a slight bias because I think a lot of people have a C in their name. There's a lot somewhere. of Michaels out there. There's a lot of Michaels. In fact, our, our author today would have fallen victim to uh, Danos' plan uh, if he weren't already dead, unfortunately. Um, I'm talking about... Why do you think he's dead? Because he's definitely dead. That's true. <laughs> he's... It, uh, yeah, how I mean, I, 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 I what, sorry? Did you kill the author? I did. <laughs> he was in the way of me saying that. You killed the author of Jurassic Park! I did. Why? Oh, did this guy write Jurassic Park? He did, he did. Oh. At Westworld. The TV show? Well, yeah, the TV show was adapted from the book that. Um, from my book, the movie. Book does not have a C in it, huh? No, it doesn't. No, That's no, a good no, point. Doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't. Cat does a C in it. Cats will die. That's All of the cats, cats will die. die. All of the cats will see some of their He would definitely get it, yeah. Uh, uh, chuckles. Yes. Um, uh, fish, cats, 
Kana Aska is a Michael Krimish cut. <laughs> oh my god, what a, what, a, what a delicious sounding food to eat, huh? But uh, when this prophecy was come, who wrote the prophecy? Was he. Uh, what, what, what is he? Why? It was written by. Um, Jermaine from Flight of the Cobbles. God. Would they die? Jermaine Clement would die. No, it's his first name. He'd be fine. They'd both be fine. Oh, 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 okay. They'd both be fine. Okay. So it's just me that would die then at this table. Mm. Okay, well, that's all by and by. Um, I want to get through this uh, episode without... Danos watching the seventh Marvel movie. Oh, okay. That's quite a lot, actually. Somebody's texted me a link to watch Captain America. We don't do that. I mean, it's just rude to watch a Marvel movie when you're in a podcast, quite frankly. No, no, watch it now. It's my quest. What? No. Just put your quests on hold. I don't know why I'm asking you to put it on hold. Put it on hold indefinitely. If you watch a Marvel, a second Marvel film, eh? mm-hmm. we're gonna, it's gonna be even more powerful than it was before. Eh? It's true. Do you gain... Well, I don't know if that's how it works. It's gonna be able to read two books at a time. Yes. One with each eye, yeah. Well, I'll watch it on times four speed. That that's still seem... gonna take about 25, 30 minutes. Maybe do times seven speed. Okay, times, times eight. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> not a compromise. I'd rather you didn't I'm watch okay a movie. I'm okay with that. Eh? Not then, my girlfriend. Eh? Providing a commentary for a film would be a good concept for a podcast. <laughs> well, you know, in real time. I don't know about this. Look, I, I want to get... Look, before we get sidetra- sidetracked even further, can we just discuss the book? I, I might be on limited time uh, on this planet. Um, let's uh, talk about the book that we've decided to read this week. I'm talking about Timeline by Michael Crichton. Uh, as I said before, Michael Crichton, no longer with us, sadly. R.I.P. He gone dead. He's, he been dead. He been dead. Um, this is the man responsible for works such as Jurassic Park, Westworld, The Andromeda Strain, um, Congo, uh, and Disclosure. Uh, Busy man. He wrote the Disclosure? He wrote Disclosure. I love that book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yes, of course. That's, um, I don't know if they took ins- uh, inspiration from the book. Did they do, do, do the uh, dance act um, sexually harass anybody uh, as part of their live show? Yes. They've really committed to that. They've committed to that name. I like it. Um, but those those are all the most well known works. Timeline. I'd like to give a little shout out to because um, even though it was turned into a movie in two thousand two, not many people know about Timeline. Now, why do you think that is? Why do you think this is an obscure little hidden gem by uh, Michael Crichton? I don't know. It's my favourite film. Is it now? I like all of Billy Connolly's films. <gasps> Billy Connolly's in this film? Yeah, he plays uh, the the professor, old man. Oh, he pro- he plays Professor Johnston. Yeah. Oh my I believe goodness. So. Who else is in that movie? Um, famous people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gary Oldman play a dog. Sure. To be honest, I I only re- I've got a special supercut of um, all of Billy Connolly's scenes. Oh, okay. I don't really care about anyone else. So you got the Billy Connolly cut yes. of uh, 
of of timeline. Yeah. Okay. That, I I'd like to see that sometime. I mean, do you, do you, you have other people in the shot? You only see someone else in the shot if they are in the shot with Billy Connolly, oh. or if. Billy Connolly is speaking sort of like a voiceover while someone else is being shown. Yeah, so any feature of Billy Connolly. Um, what about uh, when he's sad though? Yeah, yeah, that is would that would count. Would like honestly, that. all of his films—they are a series of unfortunate events. Uh, Mrs. Yes. Brown, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Brown, uh, well, the man who sued God—that is an underrated classic. Um, the Boondock Saints. Sure. Yeah, and this is like all those all those scenes and the one just... where he shades of beard off. Which one was that? I can't remember. Oh, okay. The man who shaved his beard. Yeah. <laughs> Surveillance footage. Surveillance tapes of Billy Connolly, um, which you've just called a supercar <laughs> of scenes from his life. Okay, it's great to have a, a Billy Connolly superfan um, in the house today. Do you think Billy Connolly did a great job with... Uh, um, because you've come to this book as a Billy Connolly fan and you're reading about Professor Johnston as he appears in the book... Uh, did you do you still think they captured uh, the the essential Connolliness of the character in the book? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, I don't know if it comes through unless you already know that Billy Connolly is the perfect casting mm, for this. Mm. But I mean, I don't know if you found it odd that even when they were in medieval France, uh, it was still written in a sort of Glasgow accent. Um, and I don't know if you picked up on how many times he mentioned Jobbies. No, I didn't. Yeah. That's that Jobby. Yeah, he was yeah. Off, off, often talking about the medieval lack of sanitation. Right, right, um, right. They're very bad there. There's nowhere for the Jobbies to go. <laughs> so, um, so, what was, is a Jobby? I have no idea. It's a poopy pants, huh? <laughs> is that what it is? Is that what it is? It's poopy. We don't want to go to go. We got to go. We got to go. What a go. What a go. What a go. Oh, gone, you gone. What, what do you work on, Sandro? Uh, I well, am... an interesting question to ask after that outburst, but yes, I agree, I agree. <laughs> I am an auctioneer at, a, at, a, at an auction house, sir. Uh. <laughs> 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 no, 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 I like that bit there. Sort of but I bet in this, because it's so fast, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It, it probably says not like hello, it's probably like hello. It's much faster. Do you see the difference? That's, it's hello and hello. That's very true. And I'm it's sure, much faster. But you would know about fast talking being an auctioneer and everything. Oh, I'm gonna sell so many things, but don't tell my girlfriend. Uh, huh? what, you're selling your own possessions. No, I sell everything, huh? You're selling her possessions. I sold them. Why, why is your girlfriend not to know? Because she, uh, no, she, uh, she lives she's back in Italy, in Torino. But she's, uh, she goes, uh, sometimes she have a bit of rage. Bit of rage. A bit, a little bit of rage. Oh, but okay. don't tell I said that, please. No, Can we cut not. a bit out? Okay, there? we will cut that bit out for your sake. Swap so uh, out the bit where I said the rage, we <laughs> love. Okay, all right. 
We'll do that. We'll do that. Um, I would make sense. She loves. Yeah, but you know, it's uh, it doesn't really matter sometimes whether they make a sense or not. Just as long as we keep her under up, because when she gets angry, we don't like her. When she gets angry, <laughs> that's true. Doesn't I, I don't get that reference yet. No, I think well, we, just, we, should just, we should just um, latch on to the first part of the lesson, which is it doesn't matter if it makes any sense or not. And let's plow on, regardless. Um, I. I want I want to hear more about like um your uh your your uh, love of Billy Connolly Ben. Yeah, he's a very interesting. Yes, he's the perfect actor. Hmm. I mean, I don't know what else to say. He's got good well, yeah, head. that's a pretty that sums it up. Like, why do you love this guy? He's the perfect something. His like, head is very good. He's, he's got great hair. Um, that's wonderful. It's a wonderful he, head of hair. Um, he's got you know his accent, which he never deviates from. Um. A bit like Sean Connery. Like, it seems Guanidi. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it is about. Uh, maybe, I mean, I don't want to be as bold as to say all Scottish actors only can speak in a Scottish accent. Because, of course. Uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Gerardo <laughs> Butelero. Yeah, he was always, he's always doing a Scottish accent. Yeah, especially in Brastoff, where he's a Scotsman in. Scottish. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yorkshire. Or um, the Star Wars prequels, where he famously plays Alec Guinness with, with a Scottish accent. Yeah, and there's the island where he has two different Scottish accents. That's right. Even though it's called the island, and it's meant to be, he's meant to be Irish. Yeah, mm. I, I, I think like um, he doesn't even have to try these days. A lot, like a lot, a lot of Scottish actors just know they can get away with like a very, very distinctive and memorable accent. And of course, when a role actually calls for a Scottish person, like Highlander, you, you cast um, a French person in the role of the Highlander, the titular Highlander. Um, and you cast a Scottish person as a character called the Spaniard. Uh, that's, that's how Hollywood works. Does Highlander have Billy Connolly in it? it sure, I think he appears briefly. Oh, because I, I don't... If I've if I've seen that, I've only seen that scene. Okay, there's of course, there's a scene where like um uh, Christopher Lambert, the Highlander, meets uh Sean Connery, the Spaniard, and they introduce to each other. And he goes like, Oh ho ho, I am the Highlander. Uh, who are you? I am the Spaniard. And Billy Connolly just pops up and goes, Jobby! And that's, I see. and yeah. it goes away again. And that's the whole scene with like uh. Great. How do you get a beautiful in Oh, the source. Is that what it's called? Highland yeah, to the source. Uh, that's how you spell in that. Oh, okay. Not the Highlands. All the Highlands are revealed to be aliens. Oh. Is that two or is that three? It's two. Okay, all right. No, three is the source, but spelt the other way. And it's all about um, the barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Highlander 4. I think I think it's just um I think it's just Highlander 3 is literally just Christopher Lambert, Sean Connery, and um Billy Connolly making a pitch for their Highlander sauce to Dragon's Den. And so Oh Joby, you got to get a sauce! And don't come banana time. So you look at them and he goes, No! Ah you got a sauce! It's not a good sauce! So what have we called it? Sean Connery's Highlander Highlander Shosh. Got to share it twice. Uh, and uh, and D- D- Duncan Bannatine says. Banana time. Banana time. He says. Duncan Banana time because he goes, Hello, I got a, you got the sauce over here. But the, I'm so Scottish. I don't. Yeah, I'm out there. 
Tú caes y al paso, te alanque, filming, barato. No, vale, no, ah. What are you gonna do? It's the meme, don't come on another time. Out there. And you run down the stairs. Oh, yeah, that was the uh, last ever episode of Dragon's Den. What a weird way to end it. Uh, they didn't even say yes or no. They just ended it with Duncan Bannatine <laughs> running away from the pitch given to him by Sean Connery, Christopher Lambert, and Billy Connolly. What a lovely show. I love that show. What? No! Oh, come on. Okay, we've got to... We've got to... Is anybody got a link for... I got a Marvel film. No, I I, I'm going to have to report this to the piracy uh, authority. Um, hey, I hope you know, eh? We're going to go to him. We're going to try to stop him, eh? And I got one of the links to one of the Marvel films, eh? Oh, okay. But no matter what happens, I'm going to let you two, you can go die. But I'm not going to give him that bloody goddamn link, eh? Okay, all right. I have got the number for your girlfriend. I'm I not going to give him that goddamn link. I will text her that I've seen you, lady. Yo. Oh my goodness. How, how are you even enjoying these films at this point? No one has ever enjoyed a Marvel film. That's, a That's not what they're for. That's a yes. bit harsh, but uh, they just well apparently people only watch them so they can kill half of the life in the universe, which has a uh, C in their name. Um, that's the only function they uh, serve. Look, I feel like I'm on limited time here, and I'm not really doing anything to protect my livelihood. It seems like I'm on borrowed time as it is. Um, so let's go to the first question in this book club discussion. Um, now, Michael Crichton. Really, really famous for writing books with a lot of research. She really researches. Like, pick up that book, Ben, for me, and just have a flip through the back pages and just tell me what you see of the acknowledgements. Look at those acknowledgements. Acknowledgements. Oh, uh, and then the notes after that. And then the notes. Bibliography. Mamma mia. Look at this bibliography. He had to read books to write this book. He read a book on a book. There's a subheading called Scientific References. Exactly. He, uh. he, he does his homework, Michael Craig. The Fabric of Reality, the Science of Parallel Universes and Its Implications. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, he's been criticised, though, that he might spend a bit too much time on the research and neglects other key elements of the novel, such as characterization and plot. Do you think that's... Uh, do you think that holds up? Uh, is true for timeline? I think the timeline is a very good uh, book, eh? mm -hmm. but it's more uh, so about the reason why people don't like it because it makes people think too much of time. Is that a bad thing? You don't like to think of time because if you think too much on time, you think about when you're gonna die and when you're gonna be born. Eh? Oh. And when you're gonna be born, people always ask a question. Excuse me, are you? When I work in a pret a manger, when I'm not in. Uh, oh, really? You uh, work in a pret a manger? When I'm not in auction, I auction off a sandwich in a pret a manger as well. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, huh? That's the best way to buy a sandwich, huh? But. Uh, not the only sandwich artisan we've ever had in this. Uh, well, uh, we, it's a good good community, huh? But when I'm in a pret a manger and people say to me, uh, hey, Mr. Sandwich Seller, how old are you, huh? And I, have to f and I tell them when I was them, and then I have to d discover when I was born. Do, do you get that a lot? People ask how old you are? 90, uh, on most of the times, most of the days. Hey, you, Ben, eh? Yes? No, I'm just saying Ben, eh? Oh. <laughs> but Ben, Land Conlon. Yes. You're Ben, eh? Yeah. Ben. Ben. How old are you, eh? 
Are you saying I now have to think back to when I was born and all the Well, that's what? technically oh. how it works. No, you say, yeah, you say how old you are, and then you know already because it's natural and you are a person who fit together. Mm. How old are you? I'm 28. When were you born? 1989. Okay. And Danos? Yes. Bene, bene. Yes? No? No, I was just saying, bene, bene. Oh, sorry. You mean Italian? You mean good, 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 good. Danos? Yes. Bene, bene. What? No! Stop! Stop it! That is not funny anymore, bene! It's not so bene when you gotta do it on me, bene! That was... Yes. What are you born? How old are you? No, other way around. How old are you? When are you born? I am 500,000 years old. Okay. And on, on a dot. 500,000 on a dot. Today is my birthday. Today is my birthday. Oh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Daniels. Happy birthday to you. Please don't erase me from existence by watching all the Marvel movies. How old are you now? How old are you? already said that. He said it already. Bene, bene. Uh, we broke well, it. I, I, I am uh, I don't know if someone is willing to see Black Panther. Well, if it's a bad well, you day, finished if, if it's bad day. Wait a second, no, I do not allow this. Yeah, yes, it is his birthday. Can we get him a gift that doesn't involve killing me, though? I wrote it down on his paper. Yeah? Yeah. Catch it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Your prophecy, your quest, doesn't even necessarily ha involve you having to watch the movies. You could probably just go on Wikipedia. And yes, I do. I'm banned from Wikipedia. <laughs> you were banned from wi Wikipedia. How do you do that, huh? Uh, I edited. Uh, I deleted half the pages. The ones with C's in the mix. Yes, the ones with C's. Oh my goodness, you were really committed to this whole... I deleted that page. <laughs> Did the commitment add a Wikipedia entry? Well, okay, fair enough. Don't send him any links. I'm up to uh, four now. You, well, you just watched with Thor Ragnarok and yes. and Captain America Winter Soldier. Yes. That's two. What are you watching the media? I've already seen Ant-Man. Oh, that's right. So now I've read, read the... the uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Black Panther. You just read it there? <laughs> but that's got a C in the name. Yeah, but you got a tune to ice now. Yeah, it's true. But you, it's got a C in the name. Yeah, no, no, but if you read the plot summary, I thought you looked on Wikipedia. We thought oh, no, Wikipedia just reverted it. Okay. Well, apparently those are the rules, and who am I to question the rules of Danos? Um, so we got a timeline now, huh? We do have a timeline. We got ben was born, huh? No, Danos was born. How old are you? No, I'm 72. <laughs> okay, let's, um, let's figure that out. I, I don't know if that's... You don't look it, first of all. Don't tell my girlfriend, huh? How old is your girlfriend think you are? Not 72, I tell you that much, huh? But don't, don't let police speed on, huh? you got to leave oh, yeah, the speed, huh? Sure, for sure. So then, why, 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 why would you lie to your girlfriend about being 72? No, you cannot. No, you, why, 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 why? Is it a statutory rape issue? Excuse, excuse? No, Ben, no, Ben. When I'm... When... It's, it really is. Let's end this. I don't, you're 72. It's, you're 72. I'm 72. She's she 42. We are. Oh, but we met. 
20 years ago. Okay, okay, okay. We don't have to get into this. I'm... <laughs> Look, we try to do a timeline. I know, but I... I... Just like a book, eh? When I met my girlfriend, she was 42, she 42 now. She was 22 when I met her. I was... 5th. It's, it's minus 20. 20. I just... Okay. And, and it's a timeline. It's like a book. In Michael Triton, he's like, look at it. And like, ah. I don't think Michael Crichton's timeline was focused on the whole age of consent, though. That's not the timeline he's talking about. Oh, we were, we, she was adult. Eh? Yeah. A 22 years old person is fine. Okay, all right. But I don't know. If I... you're the person who make a big, big fagbaloo, one with that. Okay, all right. But if... Okay, look. Okay, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm not going to challenge you and your lifestyle choices. Like, if you're able to fool, if you're able to fool your uh, your girlfriend that you are not in fact a 72 year old, then I will not tell her. I will not tell her. But I think you should tell her the truth. Don't tell my job either. Your job, of course. Well, I don't think they care that much. But I don't think Prep really care if they're employing 72 year olds. Exactly. Well, okay, that is problematic. I'm on unpaid internet. With Preta Manje. Maybe, yeah. I, I don't know why you've done that. I don't know why you've done that. Um, okay, so we're, we, we're happy with the characterization and the plot of timeline then. Uh, uh, I, I, I feel that like maybe some of the characters could have been drawn a little bit clearer. Uh, yeah, I didn't have any pictures in my version at all. No? No. Okay, no. Uh, I see where the confusion has arisen here. I, I meant uh, the, 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 the characters need to be a little bit more uh, clearly defined. It seems to me they're not so much characters uh, as much as they are people who serve a certain function. you got Andre Marek, who's the uh, medieval nerd, who's basically going back in time. He's like, oh, I belong here. I know all the night stuff. Uh, call me Sir Andre. It gets really into character. Uh, uh, you got you, you, you got Chris, who's like a, the, the other nerdy guy, who's a bit of a weakling, and he has problems with girls. And uh, is this what the Big Bang Theory was based on? Might have been actually. Oh, oh no! Except they have a girl. They've got a girl called Kate, and she's good at climbing things. Good at climbing things. That's a character. That's a CGA Great. character. You know what I, mean. I, I read you a quote from the actual Wikipedia page, which I only use as a reference point. But um, Kate is described as being a woman, um, and her main skills are. Don't tell my God, I cannot hear it. Okay, come on, come on. Kate proves herself to be brave over and over again by using her climbing skills to outwit the soldiers of the time period. I didn't know you could use climbing skills to outwit people. No, I mean, back in the Middle Ages, they didn't have climbing. Oh, so they thought Um, she was a witch. Yeah. Oh my God. But that's that's still not like outwitting somebody. It's well, like, you know, they, they were going to play a game of chess that, with you. There's that scene, isn't there, where they corner her in a sort of, uh, the, in a sort of dark, closed off alley. Mm. And they think they've got her yeah. there. Um, and then they are, their minds are blown when she just turns around and climbs up the wall behind her. And they go, you know, I did not foresee this. Just cut to the soldiers scratching their heads and saying, Exactly, what? which is difficult when they're wearing like the metal, the helmet. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's very true. have to get their hand up true. underneath. I, I, I wear a helmet all the time. I can't drink I mean, I scratching your head. I use a head. stick. A little stick. <laughs> Just a little stick to scratch your head. You never thought for one second to take off the helmet. No, I would die. 
Really? Interesting. Interesting. I'm just gonna. I'm sidebar, Dan. I'll just don't mind us. Dan, I'll look over there. Dan. Yeah, look at my house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, there's a Marvel movie over there, Danos. Oh, he's just in the sky, one. in the sky. Um, so uh, he's basically revealed his weakness. To I think Scott don't get that. So I'm gonna go, go, gonna put him asleep, put a roof in his trousers, put him asleep, take off his hat. Okay, I I like that idea. I, you're gonna have to explain the first part again to me. Put a roof in his trousers. In his trousers. So when he's confused and his lower half his body forgets about yeah, us. suppository. Oh, okay, okay. He okay. put a roofy in his trousers. Okay. He fall okay. asleep. How about just putting something in his drink? Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah that, that works. All right, so that's it. Yeah, plan is not Then what are you going to do? You're going to put a roofy in his trousers. Sorry, are we, can I just clarify, are we uh, taking advantage of his itchy head? We, yeah. Let's 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 try and get him to take off the helmet or knock him out and remove the helmet and then he'll die and we'll, then we none of us will have to worry about people being. Danos, can I borrow your helmet? No. Damn, I thought that I like where you went with that. Ben. I don't want this. It's a copy of Guardians of the Galaxy on the floor. Oh, what? Who left that there? I'm going to read the back of the DVD page. That's that's not even the whole film though. This is getting really, really. Di- wow, the rules are getting playing, uh, being played fast and loose with. Guys, we need to like um, uh, three, two, one on break. We'll trick him to take off his helmet somehow. Okay, three, two, okay. one, break. Okay, break. Back in the room. Back in Anuma. Where we go? Uh, how do you like window? I read all of the Guardians of the Galaxy back of the DVD cover. Good. Did you enjoy it? I did. Okay. All right. Uh, do you like a drink? Um, no, I'm, I'm quite full. Are you sure? I'm full of liquid. It's only a tiny little cup. You look at that, Stia. Um, okay, I will. Okay, here you go. There you go. Delicious, right? It was. And full of drugs. <laughs> we are now immune to after having had the back of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, God damn it! You tricked us with science. You tricked us with science. Peperoncino. Apparently, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, cover was imbued with the ability to identify that drugs are in the drink and also be immune to them. What a weirdly specific power that is. Um, it's very lucky that I saw it. It really is. Um, Let's get back to the conversation. Even though I'm on borrowed time, I feel like I need to finish this uh, episode. Um, so, um, here's another question for you, for you folks. Michael Crichton um, uses a reference point Norman Cantwell's book, Inventing the Middle Ages, which argues that the modern perception of the Middle Ages is largely a construct made up of various medievalists. Um, so it's invented, effectively. And he delights in showing his characters going back in time and being confronted with their, I guess, overall ignorance and their preconceptions and prejudices of the period. Turns out the medieval period a lot more enlightened than we give it credit for. They were kind of clever back then. Um, do you think that Crichton is taking liberties, though, slightly, in his depiction of the Middle Ages? Seeing as he doesn't really know what it was like back then, and he's kind of relying on, like, many second-hand, at best, sources of what the period was like. Well, he's got, you know, knights and shit. It's true. He's correct. And we all know that that was true. Yep, 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 yep. So I think it's fine. Do you think that of the medieval period as being a pretty barbaric time, though? Um, I wouldn't say barbaric. 
just you know, there are lots of knights and horses. Right, right. So when okay, so when you watch Pulp Fiction, and Marcellus Wallace comes in and he says, "I'm going to get medieval on his ass." What did you think he meant? Uh, he was going to get on a horse mm-hmm. uh, with a really long pole. And a lance. A lance. A lance. Yeah. Um, he, well, you have to have quite a strong arm in order to wield a lance. Um, I think that's how he got his name. Um, and yet charge... Into the, um, the the cop that he was... Uh, yeah, exactly. That that would have worked. And then read him some Chaucer as well, whilst he's doing it. Absolutely. Uh, that, that would have made a very good movie, I think. Uh, it would have taken me out the... With the setting of Pulp Fiction a bit, but I think it would have been more accurate to what he describes as getting medieval on someone's ass. It would have been safer because rather than accidentally shoot the guy in the car, it would have lanced him. I mean, that wasn't the same character, that was a different character. No, but what you've done there is you've confused um, the uh, Ving Rames with Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, I have. <laughs> Thanos, Thanos, Thanos! Thanos. I mean, haven't you seen... You, surely you know what Samuel L. Jackson looks like. Is he always in the Marvel films that I've seen? Well, which ones have you seen again? I've seen Ant-Man now. Okay. I've seen Captain America with Soldier. Yeah, he's in that. Oh, yeah, that's what I was in the day. He was very fast. Did you get him confused with um um the Falcon as well? No, I did. I got him confused with um the largest one. The largest Avenger. The Hulk. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Don't think the Hulk's in Winter Soldier, but good presence. This is the problem of watching films at 12 times speed. I think you've got them all jumbled up and you're a bit confused about how they work. It's true, you've still got the powers somehow, so it doesn't mean you have to enjoy them or necessarily understand them. Two more to watch. God, no, wait, really? Two more? Okay, okay, all right, all right, I believe you, I believe you. All right, um, so what, do you, what does everybody else think about the, this question of, like, um, the accuracy of timelines, um, depiction of the Middle Ages? I, I, I don't, I, I would have personally loved to have seen, um, I was kind of disappointed by the lack of historical cameos in this book, actually. It would have, there should have been a scene where Andre, Kate, and, uh, Chris, they're all like trying to escape the bad guy, uh, Lord Oliver, and as they do, they sort of bump into some guy. Doctor Who? No, he's not Middle Ages though, is he? He can be any time. I mean, technically, yeah. I, so how would that work then? They bump into a person. But, so they are uh, running away. Yeah. And then suddenly, in front of them, uh, they well, they hear the sound of someone scratching a piano wire, mm. and then a blue box turns up, and they run through the door into the TARDIS. They and run right into the TARDIS. They, yeah. they run through the door into the TARDIS, like you say, man. Yeah, and then they are... Well, that would surely solve the central conundrum of the book, which is essentially how they get back to their own time. Well, yeah. So... But so, as you said, it's a shame that we didn't have more cameos for people that you would expect to meet in the Middle Ages, which I would include... You know, doctor the who, Doctor. The Doctor, yeah. Um, how would you introduce that? Because you've always got to do it like with a sly wink at the audience. Because obviously they don't know who the Doctor is, but you do because I, of historical irony. Mm-hmm. So they have to be a bit like, oh my goodness, it's a blue. What's a blue police box doing in the Middle Ages? And who's this guy? And the guy says, I'm the Doctor. And they go, Doctor Who. And he said, Yes, that's my name, Doctor Who, as everybody knows, John Who. Well, this is the sort of the modern. Bit of this book 
is set in 1999. Is I think that's right, isn't it? Yes. So they will have had plenty of time to watch Doc- the original Doctor Who. Not obviously, you know, the uh, Christopher Eccleston and onwards 2005 series, but you know, the old Doctor Who. The old man. So even the Paul- Tom Baker. Uh, Tom Baker even I think the Paul McGann movie came out shortly before this oh that's very good so you know they would have still been reeling from that it's It's meant to be yes yeah it's meant to be in in fact this whole book has a central problem I think which is basically they spend a lot of time explaining the idea of uh, multiverses um, and say that this is how our time travel works we are going through a wormhole into a parallel universe, which is also medieval France of our time period. Science. Apparently so. There is a quote in the book. Uh, if I just read it out. Um, it's a, two quotes. Uh, beginning of the chapter. Anyone who is not shocked by quantum theory does not understand it. Right? That's uh, Niels Bohr said that in 1927. And then nobody understands quantum theory. And that was Richard Feynman in uh, 1967. So it's almost like Michael Crichton saying, like, um, nobody understands this stuff, so I'm just going to... I can say whatever I want. So those two quotes are combining. It implies that nobody is shocked by quantum theory. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Nobody's nobody shocked. at all. Yeah, so nobody shocked. Basically, it's the equivalent of writing at the beginning of your book, no one is going to be shocked by the contents of this book. Yep. It's also by saying, like, um, like basically, it's his get-out-of-jail-free card when he says, like, um, we can travel back in time. That's amazing. Yeah, it's quantum mechanics. Oh, yeah. Knew it. No, it's it's fine. Gotta, yeah, nobody understands it. It's fine. I accept it. Yeah. What you got to understand, though, is it's a book, eh? Mm. It's like, come on, if you go back in time, it's time, and it, how do you know, when you go, if you go from one worm into another worm, you come out the worm, in a, in a, it depends where you measure a space from, so if you go in a worm in New Mexico in 1999, why is the worm moved to in France? I don't think so. Or why is the Earth? The Earth is not is always moving around the sun. Yeah. And the sun is always moving around That's the galaxy. So why you not go back to the same place that Earth was in in 1999, but when it was there? But you just be in the middle of space and you die like that. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. That's why um, a time machine would have to be a spaceship as well. Yeah, you've got to do that. But you can't. Hey. But you can't tell my girlfriend that, okay? Oh, why not? If she found out that I got an idea to do this, she's gonna be so angry. She's gonna get me so. She's gonna be so mad. If, if the secret of of, of uh, a time machine having to be a spaceship as well was revealed to her, she'd yeah, be so she, mad. She don't like you when I think of this because she thinks that oh, if he gonna go, this is what she goes. She goes, you know, if he gonna go back in time. To when before I was, he might cheat on me. That's just, I mean, that's are it. you likely to cheat on her? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. I'm Italian, come on, eh? Pomodoro, palavara! You'd be like the Christopher Lindhurst character in the beloved sitcom Goodnight Sweetheart. Goodnight Sweetheart, yeah. Who finds a way to go back in time to World War II Blitz era England and he rips off songs by the Beatles and cheats on his wife. And somehow he's the hero of this show. I've never seen a bigger scumbag in the British sitcom in my life, actually. You sound like a good man, eh? <laughs> You think so? Would you go back in time? Yeah, but don't tell my girlfriend. Yeah, I said of course that, I ah, You cannot tell no one, eh? You gotta delete this, Peter. Yeah, no, we will. What songs would you have ripped off if you had gone back in time? Uh, the pizza song. And also, what period in time would you have, uh, <laughs> would you have gone back to? I would have gone back to 1992. <laughs> 
and stole the pizza song. And stole the pizza song. I can see it now. The record executives say, this guy's got a fresh new sound. We need to like get him. And I can see the number one in the charts with the eighth week running, the pizza song by Alessandro Bomodoro. Hit it. And now the Alessandro Bomodoro pizza song dances. <laughs> great, great, great move. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if um I could go back. I, I, I. I'm three lad. I, <laughs> I want to start a three lad as well. So two songs, thriller and pizza song. Even though thriller's been out for a few years in the year 1992. Yeah, but I try again. What song are you taking, Dan? Also, Ben. And what about Danos and, and Ben, um, time periods and songs you would have ripped off? I'm going to go back to 1842 and show them the song I Love Kanye of The Life of Kanye. 1842? Did they have recording equipment back then? No, they were just showing it to people. Oh. I mean, like, I miss the old Kanye. Yeah. It would have been, I don't know if it would have been a hit in the same way that the pizza song would have taken over 1992. Uh, what about you, Ben? I think I would have gone to a similar time to you, actually, in 1990, early 90s, maybe late 80s, um, and go to the uh, Disney Corporation, mm-hmm. uh, w- which would be in pre-production for the film The Lion King. Oh. And I think I would just sing the Lion King songs at them to prove that they should hire me to write the Lion King songs. Oh wow, oh, that's really that's a smart move. Yeah, so I would you know claim Elton John's work for my own and Tim Rice. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> Tim Rice has sort of always been there, okay, in the background, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, I would just I would walk into Disney. And just go, ah, Tavenyar! Just like that. Okay. And they would hear it and instantly know. They would know. They, they've got the Lion King. In a moment, there. Like a little bear. Throw the little bear off to the rock. Why just can't wait to be. Or is that. That's the Doesn't matter. Put it in. That's a medley, yeah. Yeah, but they're not going to know that, that. We're almost reaching. The end of our. Oh, oh by the way, I've seen a copy of the Incredible Hulk. Um, no. Well, don't be an easy. I don't think I'm. I'm going to lend that to you. So I think you should. I, uh, because if you watch it, it might mean that I'm erased from existence. Well, then nothing you can do to make him give it to you. Yes, You're not going to be able to do it. That's true. I hate getting up from my seat. This is. Is there nothing we can do to stop this person? His power is unfathomable. What happened to? What happened to Operation Helmet get? I still in the work. Huh? Yeah, I got something planned. I got something planned. Huh? Okay, okay, all right. I got um, do one God, thing. I've got a really itchy head. Oh, have my head's itchy? really itchy as well. No. My head is so itchy. Yeah. Uh, don't don't you think you've got an itchy head there, Dan? Yeah, I do. I use my little head as stick. Oh, oh, can I have a look at that stick? Yes. Oh, this is this is fasc- this is fascinating. Uh, Oh, oh, he snapped it! It snapped it oh, like that sticky little itchy fucking piece of okay, shit out! Take it down, Alessandro. Oh, I'm really, I'm I mean, really we're really sorry. That. We're really sorry that the 
itching stick broke. I guess are you gonna get what's coming at you, huh? I, I, I guess you're gonna. Yes, and that is uh, a head scratch. Maybe I could scratch your head for you. <laughs> well, if There's it is. There's a bag, I saw a bag, it come up your arm, huh? it go up your neck, and then it go under your hat. There's a bag in your hat. Well, I'll take my helmet off, and I'll do it in the other room. We missed that chance. <laughs> We're it was such a good idea. We're, we're really not good at this. I mean, he, he literally told us what he was going to do, and we just it's sat it. here. It's bad, okay? Okay, I got another plan. Okay. This, okay. this time, we tell him it's two bugs. Mm, okay, okay. <laughs> with two bugs. Yeah. Hey, I'm Mr. Danos, huh? You listen to me, yeah? I saw a bug, and his friend, Tristan, who got to walk up your hat. You got a bug in your hat. If you could just say, you got to scratch your head, Oh, Gatti, I got it, I got it, I got it! I got his hat, I'm gonna put a hat on. Put it on, put it on, put it on, see what happens. It's too big. Uh, okay, alright. I was just putting it No! Okay, fine, I give it back. No, 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 no. Please don't text her. Don't text her. Yeah, don't text her. Don't text her. How about this? How about this? How about this? We do a deal, right? We do a deal. We give you a helmet back, which apparently kills you when you don't have it, but you seem to be quite fine without it. But. We'll give you back your helmet if you promise not to watch any more Marvel movies. Ha tell you what, have you considered watching some DC movies? And don't text my girlfriend. I think we're good with that. Oh, you made a mistake. Wait, 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 wait. I think we're good with oh, this. Oh, you made a mistake. Uh, <laughs> you don't know what you're going to end on. You I have to kill her so I can watch the seventh Marvel film that I need to watch. <laughs> well, this, oh, no. this is a tense little Gina, standoff right now. Gina, um, Ben, come in. The reason I didn't want my girlfriend to know is because she has a different, similar plan to, to Danos all the time. What? What? How many people are involved in the plot to wipe out but, life in the universe? But she she just want to kill everybody. Oh my god. She want to kill all the universe. So. so that's good then that she's getting killed by Danos then? No, because she's she also got the hat as well. <laughs> this plot is almost as ridiculous as that of Timeline. That's a very good point. I'm going to ask oh, you to summarise no. your thoughts on, that, on Timeline before once we resolve this cliffhanger. Like, since you brought it up, Ben, what did you think of this book? Yeah, you brought it up. Well... <laughs> I can see from his very imaginative um, exploration of science fiction, I can see how Michael Crichton got his starring role in Red Dwarf. Um, yeah, so uh, as, a, and as a fan of Red Dwarf, I enjoyed this book. Which one is that? The Red Dwarf? Yeah. It's the sitcom with Michael Crichton as a robot. And they they also explore parallel it's universes, true. so I think actually he's sort of ripping off a lot of his a lot of ideas yeah. from you know from Rob Grant and Doug Naylor exactly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I um so you're basing your enjoyment of this book upon your enjoyment of the TV series Red Dwarf in some ways then that and also it felt reminiscent of the finale of series two of the TV show Angel. Okay. Angela. Uh, which actually, you know, happened around the same time that this book came out. So I wonder if Michael Crichton was maybe a consultant 
on that. But they get they go through a wormhole and end up in a an alternative reality, which is very similar. It's actually a a demon dimension, oh, but it's very similar okay. to you know our human past. Does he outwit anybody mm. by climbing things as well? Yes. Oh. That's good to know. So it does work. Absolutely. He climbs uh, the, the walls of a castle, mm. um, which he can do because he's a vampire. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. Who is these days? Not me. Are you a vampire, Danos? No. Okay, it's one thing you've answered. So we've answered that question. Like, oh, well, we're still holding your head. I think one of my distant ancestors um, was, a, was a vampire. I think he was, wasn't he? Yeah. I wonder how that guy got... He's up to these days. We might see him again one time. Um, Alessandro, what did you think of this book? And keep holding that helmet um, away from Danos. Oh, wait a second. Uh, Who's at the uh, door? Hello, it's me. What are you doing over here, you pissed this? Who are you? I'm Alessandro's girlfriend. Is is that your name? (laughs) Cassandra? Cassandra Caracuccia! Oh, Cassandra. Mm. We'll call you Cassandra then. Okay, you can't just barge in here uninvited. Oh no, I gotta hide under the table for this. No, you gotta stand up no, to her! She, she's scaring me. No, don't give me the helmet. Okay, okay, this is a standoff. I finally come to collect my hat. Cassandra, hold on a second. Alessandra, what do you think of this book? Alice. Alessandro under the table. Yes, Alessandro is under the table. I'm Cassandra. I know you are. I'm asking Alessandro under the table what he thought of this book. I'm still trying to get this podcast going. I don't want to say it now, eh? It's too scary. She always going to look at me. She think I'm going to make a cheat on her. Okay, all right. Cassandra, I can assure you that Alessandro... He's make a cheat on me? He hasn't. He hasn't. Make a, make a touch on the bum you know, No, he hasn't. He hasn't. Don't do that. Um, What's his been... hat? I put it on. Eh? Well, okay. I can destroy a universe. Can you? Is that how it works? I put it on! We haven't established the rules of how you destroy the universe. I know all of seven Marvel movies. <laughs> I, think, I think we haven't done a good job of establishing what the rules are for you to destroy the universe. Apparently, you've just put on the helmet and you've got the powers now. I'm going to have to yes and this, I guess, and say, <laughs> oh no. Who's that purple guy over there? That doesn't make sense because she's destroying the whole of the universe. What are you doing? Destroying half of everything. How does it work? Are you doing? How do you, you, know, you, do you show me how to do? Yes. Do you show me how to do? Yes. You go. Now I know That's my name. I don't feel so good. How are we going to end the podcasts with Chin's dead now? So I'm not dead yet. I'm just oh. still waiting. I don't think it happens immediately. I think it's just like, yeah, it doesn't happen immediately. Five minutes? That's enough time to hear your thoughts on this book. Um, so Cassandra's faded from existence. That was well worth it. Her introduction to the show. Um... Alexander, what was your uh, what was your uh, feelings on these on this book? That's alright, huh? Pretty good, huh? Pretty good. Not as good as the Preta Mange Ham and Dijon Mustard Cheese Toasty. That's a good toasty. Oh. It's a good, eh? Danos, well, you accomplished your, your task, apparently. But what did you think of this book? I thought it was excellent. Was it as accomplished as your mission? It was. I thought it was very interesting how... The Middle Ages were so happily... Of course you were. 
but not necessarily on this on this world. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Big I just assumed you were because you're a giant purple guy. So I just assumed you were from this planet. That's a racist. It's true. It's true. It's very true. Truly I assumed because of the color of your skin that you were not from this planet. I was out of That's not fair. You didn't know this about me before I said it. Gina, look at your finger. Ah. Oh wait, that's a hangnail. That's all right. That's look at your other finger, though. Oh, that's just another hangnail. Gina, look at your hair. Duh, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. Like, that was literally that was gone way before he'd ever ever watched any Marvel movies. Oh, I didn't realize. So sorry. Yes. I, I, when I think of you, I think of you with like uh, a mullet. I did have a mullet for a brief period. A glorious thing. Glorious thing. And then my hair killed itself on purpose. Well, it's a it's it sounds like about the hair that you start. It's true. You know what? I'm going to give Timeline by Michael Crichton a big thumbs up as well. This book has everything. It's got space travel stuff. It's got science fiction concepts. It's got Knights of Ye Olde Times. Got it's a got a long bibliography. It's got a really long bibliography. It has got uh, a, a a girl who outwits people by close by climbing things like a speeder man. But like like a speeder man. Um, but um, I, I mean, I think this is going in the Hall of Fame, folks. Uh, big thumbs up from everybody. Everybody loves Michael Crichton's Timeline, which is not at all a stupid book. Okay, all right. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining me. I know you're just kind of like chilling now. You got everything done. You've wiped out most of everything. Yeah, that's what you get for naming your car car, I guess. Uh, well, folks, we're coming to the end of the podcast and of my life, apparently. Um, but um, I want to, hear, as we all know, not every. Uh, you know what? Usually I'd ask for notes on how you would have improved uh, the book. But seeing as we're reaching the end of my life, how about some notes on how you would have improved my life? Uh, in this section we call notes. Notes. No, notes. 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 I'll give you some context. Notes, so you, notes, you, notes, you know notes, me. Notes, and you know what I've done with my life notes, and the podcast. Notes, and I think I've lived a pretty good life all in all. But I could have changed a few things here and there. It's all that. Let me hear what you would have changed about my life. And possibly, if we have time, what you would have done to change Timeline by Michael Brighton as well. Notes, everybody. How would you have improved my life? I think your life could not have been improved uh, for much the same reasons as Timeline couldn't have been improved. Because I think... Your life is one of your best. It's a non-stop roller coaster of a life. Mm. Not just my words, the words of the Philadelphia Inquirer. Um, Did they also, review my life as well? Yeah, uh, your life. They also USA Today, I believe, said that your life was exciting, a classic adventure, a swashbuckling life. It was quite swashbuckling. Chinti delivers. Oh, three. 
Yeah, yeah, a lot of swash to buckle. A lot of buckle to swash, rather. I forget which one do you do. You swash, you buckle some swashes, right? Yeah, you buckle the swashes. Yeah, yeah. A swash is actually a very, very rare type of sock. Um, you got a, which has a buckle on it. Yeah. It's a medieval thing. Okay, there's a swash, obviously. There's culottes. Uh, there's gangs, and uh, I'm just giving. I just want everybody to die now. <laughs> why? Why? Why should I be the only one who fades from existence today? Tina, look at your hand. Uh. Oh my god! Oh, that's a rash. Actually, oh, that's not good. Is that how I die? Just from a rash? No, you'll you'll slowly shrink. And then, that seems a bit unfair since you didn't squash any of the other people that apparently has faded from existence. That's not an explanation of what I did, really. It's an explanation. Like an Ant Man. Like an Ant Man. Like Ant Man. Okay, well. Anthony Man. Well, Ben, that was a really nice note of my life. She got sidetracked by the fact that I apparently going to get squashed. Yeah, I mean, there is one suggestion for improvement. Oh, what's that? Change your name so it doesn't include a C. Oh my god, that's a great idea. Uh, I'm gonna go. Wait, hold on a second. I'm just gonna take a quick trip to the deed poll office. I'll be back in a second. In the meantime, why don't you give me some notes on what's in the way? Um, give some notes about my life. Achina, what a good guy, yeah? Used to be a friend to me, yeah? Used to watch him in a window when he had the sex on a lady. One time he ate the whole apple, including the seeds and the little stalk bit as well. That was a bit weird. Maybe he could have not eaten a stock, Peter. But, ah, you know, I can't stay mad at a guy, yeah. He's a good guy, yeah. He's very tall. Uh, five foot six or something, I don't I'm, I'm pretty small. <laughs> if you can't hear it in my voice. Uh. But if, if I was a big, big, uh, Chin's life would have been a bit better. It's my fault. Uh. It's my fault. Uh. I kill myself now. Bye. I'm back from the depot. Oh my god! What the hell happened? Oh yeah, he just did that. We didn't see that coming. What? He just—he's just dead. He's just—he's blown his brains out. Did nobody stop him? What? Your plan was to get him to commit suicide by getting them to. What? Kill themselves? I've changed my name to the most manly name of all time. Jack Bauer. Yeah. Oh, and it's got a C in it. Shit. Wait, I'm gonna go back to the depot office again. Um, Danos, why don't you give me some notes whilst I'm at the depot office? It was a, a mask compared to a god like me and Squash Dewey. His life was insignificant. End of notes. Well, that's the victory for everybody. I just played to our note and victory for David Bowie. And I have a warning to say also. 
I think we're really starting to feel Alessandro's absence. Yeah. If only there was some way in which he could not be dead. But there isn't. <laughs> Can someone shoot that dog? What's the dog's name? Chum. Chum. It's all, I can feel it in my hands! Sorry, Ben, by the way, what is your name short for? Uh, Benjamin. Oh, well, then that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> also, so does Thanos. So. I'm back from the depot office, everybody. Ah, uh, you're not going to get me this time. Well, what have you changed your name to? I've just changed it to the le- It's not even the letters anymore. I've changed my name to a symbol. Oh, like, like my favourite. Like, like Prince, yeah. I mean, his name contained the C, but that doesn't matter anymore. So, can't get me, Danos. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's right. You've got A's in your name now, huh? Oh my god! Such wow, realistic um, sound effects. You know what? It's it suddenly occurs to me. If people are just going to shoot themselves in the head, then there's no real reason to sort of watch the Marvel movies or fulfil any sort of prophecy. There's just a bunch of people just shooting themselves. You can't just say, like, um, yes, I fulfilled the prophecy uh, of everybody dying and because I watched all these Marvel movies and then just shoot people. It just seems to me that the Marvel movies things was a bit unnecessary. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, does, that mean that you, does that mean that you're going to shoot yourself now to fulfil the prophecy or...? Uh, I mean, I'm. I think I was the one who made the prophecy. <laughs> so if I were to shoot myself, it would literally become a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's very true. It's very true. I I don't think you should shoot yourself, Ben. I don't think you should. Well, I think at least one person in this room should survive at some point. I think, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. This has been a really ridiculously bloody uh, episode of Fake uh, Lit. I hope there's going to be a suicide content warning. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You know what? I, um, you just suddenly reminded me of something, though. Um, now that we're coming to the end of the episode, uh, we received some fan mail. <laughs> Um, uh, we've received some fan mail I wish everybody uh, I wish Alessandra could be alive for this Um, this was a uh, message that we got from a Richard Griffiths uh, the dead actor yeah well he has a C and an A in his name so I'm assuming yeah he's he's passed on the email is hippogriffiths1947 at gmail.com so I'm assuming and he's his website is a uh, a link to his IMDB page which is Richard Griffiths, the actor. Um, and the comment subject header is, Oh, my boys, my boys. And Alice in parentheses. I must say, I think your show is just magical. And I know a thing or two about magic because I pretended to be a man who doesn't know anything about magic. If there's one set of boys who aren't history, it's you. And Alice in parentheses. I do wish I could have seen your podcast live. But alas, I am not, full stop, alive, parentheses. Let's raise a glass to faking lit. Chin chin. And that's from Richard Griffith's OBE. I didn't know he had to sign off for the OBE. Well, thank you so much, uh, 
Sir Richard. Is it Sir, if you don't? OBE? Yeah. Or is it? No. No, it isn't. I'm going to call him Sir Richard anyway. Sure. Because um, I think he should have got that knighthood. Um, thank you so much for that lovely, kind message that we received on our email. I don't know if there's, a, there's much to uh, uh, unpick there, uh, Ben, unless you have anything to add to uh, that little like uh, fan note there. Um, no, I mean, I think it's very fitting, particularly in this episode after what's happened, that we received some fan mail from someone who is deceased. Um, it's true. I think um, this is kind of ending up like the ring where everybody who's connected in any way to this podcast will die, which is true of everything in life, I guess. Like uh, eventually everybody will die um, if it, and they're all connected to stuff. I'm going to stop now. Um, do you have anything you want to plug, Ben? Um, I mean, you know, summer's approaching. Mm. I think everyone should bear in mind to put on some sun cream before they go out. That's a good plug for sun cream. Yeah, I'd like to plug uh, sort of healthy skin. Oh, that's a good one. I thought you had a, you were releasing a new sort of uh, sun scent. cream. Oh, you got a new scent as well? Uh, no, no, I just didn't get a chance to shower this morning. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough, fair Sorry. enough. I don't think I have anything to plug uh, other than... Be good to one another, because we don't know when you're going to check out. Guys? Shall I... I'll just let myself out. But bye! (laughs) 